1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: This might be the greatest Monday that we've ever experienced in our entire lives. I have Adrian Hernandez literally in the other studio going, woo!
1: Good vibes. I got yeah. sleep.
0: I'm happy. I'm so happy for you, especially that you got some Z's. Uh, as I mentioned, that's Adrian. I'm Lindsay Brown, the other side of the glass. Uh, Dominic Lavoie is in here being silent until he would like to do something else. And uh, apparently, his mom is going to bring his cane. So I'm alive. Uh, I'm here. I'm here.
2: You want yeah. <laughs> like
0: that, like <laughs> to be invited back. Yeah. That's essentially. Got to
2: pay my dues. Mom's bringing food. would like
0: you to be invited back, which I, I truly appreciate. And I would just like to put it out there. You do not need to buy food. I would put those on if you're going to talk on the radio. The headphones are slightly important.
1: Communication super important. To yeah. Dominic. Yeah.
0: You're confused, though, because but we have so the is food. headphones that are literally permanently installed into yeah. different ports here, except we're the only ones that come in studio. So it makes literally zero sense and every day that I don't get to come in here and rip them out is a wasted effort for me. Yeah. Except when I your mom you. brings us canes. Then it's a great time to be alive. But shout we are out the, to moms. Yeah. Shout out to moms. What a, what a bunch of gems. Uh, we are the playmakers. We are here to talk about the sports and other things but mostly mostly just football today guys because things went down yesterday big time and we need multiple segments to really parse through everything because that's how expertise we are here. But in addition to the footiest of footballs that usually leads off our uh, top of our second hour, it's not just the playoffs we're talking about. We have local football news to discuss because today, actually within the hour, we have a new GM and a new head coach for your Las Vegas Raiders, Adrian. Very, very special things and special news. So we are going to be talking to Zach Cox from Nessen Uh Patriots beat writer, all about our new head coach.
1: Yeah, because we need to get the inside scoop. We we argued on Friday. We don't know about this guy truly. Yeah, we'll we'll get the inside scoop on this guy.
0: Absolutely. And if you're wondering who that guy is, it's Josh McDaniels. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, just in case you. Just in case, and then uh, Ziegler is our GM. They both played college football together at John Carroll University and all these others we didn't pull any audio from the press conference because it really doesn't matter they're going to change the culture tough football team the whole bit but they
1: speak the same football language exactly when it comes to scouting and exactly the future, but we're going
0: to talk to Zach with, because he has those same tidbits of information but at least he has a cool accent to match uh we'll <laughs> talk about landing spots for the Lorch Jimmy Garoppolo because we know that uh his time in the 49ers uniform probably Dominic is come to an end. It's unfortunate because those cheekbones look so good in that red.
1: Yeah, it's pretty solid. I mean, he's a fairly attractive guy.
0: Yes, thank you, know, you for supporting. I'll, I'll, thank I'll you.
2: be objective. You thank know, you. I'm straight, but, like, you, other men got to lift up men. You're, you're up men.
0: hand signals over there. That's Jimmy a different G's signal. All right, let's keep it PG over here. This is a family <laughs> program, or at least we hope to start some families, I guess, with how we're going today. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the NHL All-Star Festivities. There's so many events going on this week, other than the fact that Mike McKenna is going to come to hang out with me. That's really why he's in town. It's not anything to do with the All-Star game. It's just so we can reunite and talk about goalie things. And then the weekend of ineptitude. There was plenty yes. of stuff we have to bring to your attention that is just too darn embarrassing for other people for us not to. So, yeah, why don't we just get our things started with our can opener, the can of corn that Adrian's never eaten. I'm sure fishing has been a, a short type of experience you had as a child being Very. from Las Vegas, so can of worms is not your thing. <laughs> but that's why the can of whoop bass is the, the all-inclusive. We can all relate. <laughs> uh, exactly. And we're going to be talking about Joe Burrow. Who is quickly becoming America's sweetheart, people? Is there anybody's stock that has risen quicker than Joe Burrow's?
1: Listen, I know this is the last day of January, but it's a pretty safe bet that Joe Burrow's gonna be the white man of the year in 2022. <laughs> I think we can solidly put that. It. Sorry, Tyler Hero. Sorry, Jack Damn, Harlow. Damn, Tyler Hero. Yeah, Jack Harlow, all you guys. This is Joe Burrow's moment. It must be nice. To draft the number one pick, have it be your quarterback. And in how many days exactly? Hold on. I wrote this down because I wanted to make sure. (laughs) It's
0: not a sore spot for you at all. To
1: draft him as the number one pick in 647 days later say, I know we're Cincinnati. But we're going to the Super Bowl?
0: Cincinnati, people! Yes, that Cincinnati. It is a very, very weird reality or simulation that we happen to be living in right now because Cincinnati is heading to the Super Bowl to face off against the Los Angeles Rams, which nobody in this building cares about. We are here to just talk <laughs> about Joe Burrow because this guy who it was sending emails to college recruiting websites you know less than 10 years ago saying hey how do i get on the map because i'm not getting enough attention and as a as a former collegiate athlete i know those emails i know that feeling i know that exposure and then for it to be you know less than a decade later this is where you're at and guess what you're not only going to the super bowl but this is probably your second championship in the last three years you know what i mean or at least their chance to and i think they have a damn good chance at winning it and it's a lot to do with the swagger of joe burrow he ha- he shows up in the outfits he has the tweets we all we all have seen the picture of him in uh cleveland cavaliers jersey when he's clearly <laughs> yes, like <the> 15 <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hilarious it's so like circa 2013 social media just be like what's up you know it, we just we, they, we share different things but, at different times but he's
1: the anti like Every quarterback right now or like most people, you can look back on their social media in like 2010, 2011, like when they were kids and see some crazy tweet in some form or fashion. This dude was just talking about the Deion Waiters, Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers era, like just talking about the Cavs. He's just a
0: a fan. Like he's just talking (laughs) about the percentage milk he had for dinner, like literally. And that's what I think like is endearing about Joe. And obviously we don't know him personally. and. We have to be careful about how we build up athletes and the images and the differences that we do with certain athletes as they ascend. Because as he's coming up, uh, how much flack do you think Patrick Mahomes is catching right now? Like, sir- of, of I blame just- his
1: brother. I we'll you get blame to his that brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: we have plenty to get into. But Burrow is... Uh, like I said, he's an every, he's an every man's guy. and that, He's from Ohio. There's a reason why all the, the universe has gifted this to us. You're Buckeye athletes. Exactly. I know, right? It, we're just twinning. Biffles. <laughs> but this guy is now living in... A reality that he can't really believe himself. He, he said it in his press conference yesterday, it was yesterday or yesterday today. He goes, the football stuff I'm not surprised about, but the other stuff, the stuff that now I'm a celebrity for when I'm getting texts from LeBron or I don't know Adrian, our favorite person in the world. Like when this comes out of Joe Burrow's mouth, how can you not be endeared to him? Play it.
2: Situation that I'm in socially doesn't really feel real to me because you know in my head I'm just the same old guy, but you know I you know my. One of my idols growing up, Kid Cudi, reached out to me yesterday. You got LeBron tweeting at me or whatever you said it was. I mean, that's just, that part is surreal. The football part, not so much. That stuff, that stuff is crazy.
0: You got a favorite
2: Cudi track, just out of curiosity? Um, So I listen to New York City Rage Fest uh, every day before, or every game day, right before I go out, Man on the Moon, I mean that. I'm,
0: that's why you keep my like mic up, Adrian. Stuff.
2: I like all this stuff.
0: <laughs> he wrote. He said, "New York City Rage Fest" is his favorite song. Yes, that's I what didn't he listen said. to the whole audio because I want to make sure I have like at least some organic semblance of a personality here on the show. But I. We have that in the system, do we not?
1: Not that song, but we can what? get what it do in mean? the system. That's what do you
0: mean? That's probably one of my top three Cuddy songs I've played.
1: We will get it in the system okay. for you, Lindsay. I promise.
0: As you said, Joe Burrow is uh, from Ohio, and it is a Mez-Cuddy Monday here on The Playmakers. Adrian and I are very big fans, and so I, I can imagine the, the discombobulation that he's experiencing of just being like, I'm Joe Burrow, who was taking selfies with my Cavs jersey on, and now LeBron's texting me. Hello. And tweeting me. Yeah, right? And so... And that's the crazier part of his existence right now, because we just take the football greatness that we're seeing from him, and we're just like, yeah, we expect it at this point, right? Is it, that's an expectation for me for him to ball out every game? Am I alone in this? Well, I mean, say it- I in unison if you if you hold this opinion to be true. I. We're gonna have to work on that. Uh, we're gonna have to work on remember that. Remember at
1: the beginning of the playoffs and we're like, he's six 0 no in big games dating back to when he was at LSU yeah. you know, and then Ohio State and then he beat the Raiders and then he beat the Chiefs and now they beat the Titans and now they go to the Super Bowl and he's eight 0 no in these games and he's only thrown like one interception. Yeah. And like you said, It wasn't said, even his fault. In the two of the past three years, he's competing for – he won a national championship. Now he's going to win – he's trying to win a Super Bowl. No quarterback has ever won a Heisman in a national Did championship. Did Tony the Tiger
0: reach out? Like, what is he up to? <sighs> Honestly, the amount of, like, Tiger propaganda I've seen peddled up and down <laughs> the social feeds these days of just being like, bro, as an LSU Tiger and no Bengal, are they the same? Are they different? Unsure, we'll have to ask. Was it the topography? Is that how you classify the class kingdom phylum? I'm
1: not good with smart words. I'm kind Got of you. good at football. <laughs> well, um,
0: did you hear that? Even American Airlines is creating a flight number nine in honor of Joe Burrow to take people nonstop from Cincinnati to L.A. for the Super Bowl. Like, that's when you know wow. every the marketing dollars, every single one comes for you. Who's a hotter product right now? Joe Burrow or the Wordle guy?
1: That, those are, honestly, those are top two. Yeah. and
0: The times will tell us we're all guy, knowing it, the times.
1: It's JB9 now? You got Tom Brady out of there? No more right. TB12?
0: Honestly. JB9. JB9. And I ain't
1: talking about Justin Bieber. No,
0: no. Biebs, Biebs, no offense. What have you done? Do What I, have you done with me lately?
1: You know, you brought up as we headed into this game, and I picked the Chiefs. I was wrong. Yes. You've been riding this Bengals. You said the swagger, I bought and, it. and how infectious it is, and how Evan McPherson, aka Adam Vinatieri, yep. aka the greatest kicker of all time, um, like the whole Close. swagger. Can I? We there's more post game audio. Can we talk about this chain, the JB nine yes, chain? Yes, please
0: bring up the chain. The chain has to be talked about.
2: They're definitely real. I think. <laughs> I make too much money to have fake ones, so bars. You know, these are real. Uh, (laughs) Bars. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. What was the second question?
3: (laughs) It was, it was.
1: Yeah, so they were asked about this chain, if the diamonds were real. Yeah. Don't try my guy, Joe. We don't do it like that <laughs> well, in Ohio. and the thing is, it's
0: like, this guy's coming out in his press conferences in, like, rose-colored glasses, literally, and chains, and he's showing up in, like, you know, Louis Vuitton windbreakers and stuff. It's not even, like, a Louis Vuitton jacket. It's, like, a windbreaker. It's He gets the bit, and and I think he's one of those very unique individuals that knows about his kind of elite personality versus, like, who his actual personality is. And I don't think that's a... Something that is as accessible to the older quarterbacks in the league. I think it's more about younger people because we are all just different shades of the same person, right? We kind of learn or we teach ourselves to do that with social media. Mm -hmm. With that, you can kind of disassociate, right? You can kind of segment yourself and your life. And so I wonder if, if that's something that he's leaning on heavily, and I'm sure players have had to kind of do that as they've ascended into the public consciousness and success and everything because there is a comedown, as we mentioned earlier. Ask what Patrick's up to today, and he'll be back. But you have to ride the waves when they're going, and you can't disagree that this is a big Big ass wave that we're seeing with the Joker. I haven't seen anything quite like this in terms no, of NHL or NH, NFL ascension.
1: There isn't. I mean, no,
0: there's not a comparable. And a lot of it has to do with the expediency that comes with social media, that comes with people retweeting his tweets from 2012 while <laughs> just being like, football! <laughs> we're like, yeah. Because it's just funnier to. It, the tweet is retweeted today, but everybody. It's just funny because it's it's a time capsule from 12 years ago. And he tweeted that and he didn't even know what, you know, it's just. It was just a dark conversation. Our, dork who our loves reality sports. is so. Uh, <laughs> Afraid, I've just kind of realized and obviously we all know this but of just the different degrees of content and you that we have access to because I got Facebook statuses from when I'm in high school how do you think the people the kids who have iPhones right now feel right and how and how exactly just out there you have to be you almost have to have shadow personalities just to exist Because otherwise, everybody knows your business since always. How do you know who you are?
1: Or you have to be cautious, or you're going to have to go to deletemytweets.com and spend that $10 to delete all your tweets and restart.
0: He hasn't had to do that. No. Like, that's
1: that's the insane and the beautiful part. And when you're, you talked about like no quarterback has done this, like, literally, no quarterback has. The quickest time for a number one pick to start in a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow did in the second season. He, he
0: that record J- started being set in week in the in the divisional round because it was the divisional round no quarterback taken number 1 overall had won within the first 2 years. And yep. so it's been 3 straight weeks of just Okay, we'll just rewrite this record and, book then. Okay, cross it out then.
1: And the the position of quarterback is so important, and we talk about quarterbacks so much mm-hmm. that for this to finally happen, it kind of like how is that possible? Right. Like teams tank all the time, but all the other number ones: Jared Goff did this third season, Eli his fourth, Drew Bledsoe his fourth, Troy Aikman his fourth, John Elway his fourth. It's, it's- the, he's the
0: exception that proves the rule because it's almost too good to be true. Down to the stripes, like otherwise the coincidence. Oh, the I said that weird. The coincidence of it, him being from Ohio, him going to LSU, him being at Ohio State, and having to leave because apparently he wasn't good enough of a quarterback, according to Urban Meyer.
1: At the time, he wasn't.
0: And that, as you mentioned, Jared Goff, number one overall, Baker Mayfield, number one overall. All of these Who? guys, yeah, oh yeah. And the thing is, is like it's <sighs> not like all of those people are are haven't done anything, but it's not only the need, but the perfect puzzle piece coming along and merging at the exact right time. And then the next season, you had to go get his teammates because if you don't think the Jamar Chase thing isn't part of this too, you are sorely mistaken. That picture of both of their dads outside of the stadium it's smoking beautiful. stogies, I'm like, that is literally every parent, sports parent's dream. Now, don't go thinking that your kid is going to be your – and their best friend, that's going to be you in 10 or 12 years. Like, you got to force feed that to yourself in secret, because that's exactly how you end up with individuals that may perform like Joe Burrow, but don't act like Joe Burrow. But with that, you kind of have the self-selection too. We're all just very aware of how we come off to people and and what our impact is. And I think that's something we could probably say about Joe Burrow since he entered the league too. And it was always about the community and serving the the tougher parts of Ohio and stuff so, because he grew up there. And so I, gave
1: back to where he's from. Exactly, and that's always been the main point. Even when he was. As an Ohio State fan, there was always arguments. I remember his first Monday Night Football game had arguments with my friends. Like, what school is he gonna say? Is he gonna say LSU or is he gonna say OSU? He said Athens. Mm-hmm. He said Athens, Ohio, because that's where he's from. And that's always every game right. he wears the Nike undershirt that says Athens. Right. I mean, it's just
0: it's kid from Akron, like oh, it really is. Oh, it, it, in terms of in terms of messaging, yeah, and almost like Messiah, like in terms of how we're creating this narrative around him. And I mean, we've done him, it to worse people. And yeah. I and I'm sure and guess what? Joe Burrow isn't a saint either.
1: And he well, doesn't view himself like it. He's no. just like this is the right thing but to do. But that's the
0: that's the difference with him. He, he just yeah. he seems like he get he he's not getting high on his own stuff, essentially. And that's hard to do these days, especially in the privileged position that he inhibits being a quarterback, as you mentioned, being white, being uh I'm guessing he was been. Pointed out as a young from a young age that you are an outlier. Now it doesn't mean that you're always going to get college recruited, but we all know about the everyday intricacies of how you interact with people and how some things are more permissible for others. Like it's so there are so many different ways where people end up as crappy people, and it's always refreshing to see
1: or turn into it because of the success that he's had. Well, and there's still there's
0: still time, (laughs) there's still time for all of us. That's and that's ultimately the message because you're only as good as your last interaction or your last pass or whatever, and ultimately. Joe Burrow is already – Joe Burrow, the football player, has been surpassed by Joe Burrow, the legend, and it took less than two years and a blown ACL to get there. I'm just – I'm dumbfounded by by where this league is at, where it's headed, and I think it's in a really positive direction. I I honestly do because if you have talents like that and guys that do – Care about their community that much. I mean, it's not always where you're going to be drafted by your hometown club, but when people have purpose to their life and they they want to do it more for just more than just getting money or, or having that starting quarterback credit. It's a good thing to highlight. And so I'm all in on Joe Burrow, and I'm going to ride the Bengals all the way through the Super Bowl no matter what my boss has threatened me with. I'm just kidding. Nobody has threatened me yet. But, uh,
1: thank you for making me sad. Yeah, it's
0: okay. It's uh, okay, T-Swift, because we have a guest on the other side of the break. Zach Cox from Nesson joins us to talk. Josh McDaniels and what your future looks like for your Las Vegas Raiders. 1140 the bet.
2: Call from mom. Answer it.
0: Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. You found the Playmakers, only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas.
1: Yes, indeed, Adrian Hernandez alongside Lindsey Brown. And it is a new era for the Raiders and new coach. And on the line, we're going to get the inside scoop with Patriots beat reporter and host of the Nessin Patriots podcast, Zach Cox. Insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered.
0: Zach, how are you today, my friend?
2: I'm great. How are you guys? Thanks for having me.
0: We're doing all right. I did find out before we got you on the line that you were an, uh, our uh, New Hampshire alum. Now, I won't hold that against you because I went to St. Anselm College myself, and while we didn't compete with each other, I certainly heard some stories. I'm sure you were not involved in any way. Can you confirm or deny? <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm just glad you weren't a uh, a humane alum. That We might have had uh, some problems there.
0: Fair point. Nobody likes black bears. You're absolutely right, Zach. But aging happens naturally, but maturity is not such an automatic process. Why is Josh McDaniels ready for this job as head coach of Las Vegas Raiders now versus what we've seen from him in the past?
2: Uh, yeah, I think he kind of spoke to that in his uh, introductory press conference that that just wrapped up a little while ago. And he's talked about it over the years as well. He said that he, he just didn't have the kind of maturity and, and wisdom and whatever words you want to uh, to use for it. He just wasn't ready for that job, that head coaching job that he had with the Broncos back in 2009 and 2010. He he said he thought he had a, a pretty solid base of football knowledge, but from a, a non-football perspective when it came to, to managing people and managing relationships and, and all of those periphery things that go into being a head coach, he just didn't do a good job of that and now more than a decade later he believes uh that he has kind of remedied that situation and, and is much more ready for this Raiders job than he was uh back in 2009 and uh, I think he is just from watching him over the years it's been a little surprising that it's taken quite this long for him to get another head coaching opportunity I know he probably or certainly could have had one um or could have had a few over these last couple of years uh but he was selective was waiting for the right job and Evidently, he feels that the Raiders is the, uh, the correct spot for him.
0: Do you feel like the Raiders are the correct spot for him,
2: Zach? I mean, it's a desirable, a desirable job when you just look at the fact that this team made the playoffs last year. You've got a solid quarterback in in Derek Carr. You've got some good pieces on that roster. This, this isn't like he's going to, to Jacksonville or Houston or one of these kind of total teardown jobs. But this also is a franchise that hasn't won a playoff game since 2002, has really churned through coaches, has had a lot of, I don't know, if instability is the right word, but they've really been unable to sustain success. Uh, Now, obviously, McDaniels is hoping that that he and Dave Ziegler can change that coming in here. Um, But it's it's definitely a a bit of a gamble, you would say. But uh, I think the fact that he was able to bring – his preferred general manager candidate with him. Uh, I think that's the only way he would have taken uh, a head coaching job at this point in his career. And it does seem like Mark Davis is, is giving him a a fair amount of freedom uh, and freedom that he, uh, he definitely wants in this job. Hey Zach, if
1: I'm Derek Carr, how should I be reacting to this news of his new head coach?
2: I think it depends on how McDaniels feels about Derek Carr, uh, because obviously he's got that, the contract situation right now where if McDaniel's and Ziegler want to come in and trade Derek Carr, they can do that right now and and not have any kind of financial implications from a, from a salary cap perspective. Uh, according to the reports that are out there, uh, McDaniel's does like Derek Carr and is excited to work with him. Um, but obviously, there are some uh, some hoops to jump through from a, from a contractual standpoint with him going into the last year of his contract. Is is he going to get an extension before the season? Uh, it did sound like, based on, uh, I believe it was Ziegler who was saying it, uh, that they want to kind of get to know Derek Carr and see him a little bit before they they make any long-term commitments, whether that's something that they can do in the next couple of months or next couple of weeks, or whether they want to see him actually perform in games in their system uh, to to know if he's going to be a long-term guy here. That uh, remains to be seen. So definitely creates some, uh, some uncertainty, for Derek Carr, but Josh McDaniels is a guy who's always been known for his work with quarterbacks, so there aren't too many better coaches that you could ask to to come in and work with him purely from a uh, a football standpoint.
0: We're talking to Zach Cox from Nesson. He covers the Patriots for them, and uh, it went so well last time, you know, when they had the coach that they gave a ton of freedom, and then they traded a franchise player the second that they got here, and so I'm sure that they'll take a a few different beats from one, Mr. John Gruner, at least take the opposite. What do you think the biggest challenge in your mind in terms of the cultural wake-up and, and the what Josh is going to have to formulate himself? Because from my understanding, the Patriot way is you show up and you do your job and everybody is there for extra reps, is there to to better themselves, to fight for that best. But football's a lot more than that these days. Humanity's a lot more than these days. Well, how do you tackle that if you're McDaniels?
2: Well, I think the biggest issue with so many of these Bill Belichick disciples that have gone elsewhere and, and failed is that they've tried to be Bill Belichick. They've tried to be that hard-ass who is is incredibly demanding of his players and, and kind of doesn't give any, uh, any real leeway any one way or another. You can do that when you're Bill Belichick and you're the winningest coach or one of the winningest coaches, one of the best coaches in NFL history. You can't do that if you're a guy who's either going into his first head coaching job, as we've seen with a lot of these Patriots assistants, or someone like McDaniels, who was a flop in his only head coaching job to date. So uh, I think he realizes that. Uh, I think he knows that he can't go in there and, and try to be Belichick 2.0. So I, I don't think you're going to see quite the same level of, of kind of Patriots-type militarism or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's definitely going to be a, a very Patriot-esque uh, setup in, in Las Vegas, I can imagine, with you're bringing a, a, a GM from New England, you're bringing a head coach from New England, uh, even if they add some of their own spice and flavor to it, which I do expect they will, uh, you're going to see, yeah, it, it's going to be more similar to to, to what we've seen in Foxborough than, uh, than most teams, for sure.
0: Well, it's always easier to carry over your Sunday best when the first day of school is on Monday, right, Zach? Uh, do you think that he'll retain the play calling duties or that he'll delegate those away? Because I think there's a question of that just in the larger league sense of just what's demanded from you on the sideline, what you see up in the booth and, and just how in it can you be with the team? If you're the one that's calling plays, where do you think he goes with that?
2: Yeah, that'll be a, an interesting thing to, to monitor. If I had to guess, I would say that you will call plays uh, just because it's, it's what he's done throughout most of his career. Uh, but there is, that that other angle that, that you mentioned there when you're a head coach you've got a lot more to uh to worry about than just the offense and just the play calling uh which is part of why i think he needs to go out and, and get a uh, a really kind of established defensive coordinator who can almost be a head coach of the defense and really kind of handle all of that stuff almost by himself uh, especially if mcdaniels does plan to uh to call plays on offense because uh, yeah when you when you're the head coach there's a uh, there's just a lot more to consider on game day especially if you're you're kind of buried in the play sheet so uh, but if i had to predict I, I think uh that that josh mcdaniels will be the one calling plays
1: what do you feel what the chances are of a gerard mayo coming over uh to be defensive coordinator and obviously one of the rising stars in the league is a coach uh in fact i know last tuesday he interviewed for the head coaching job here in las vegas But I have a sense that Bill Belichick is like, okay, that's enough. I'm not losing any more guys. Uh, What's the sense over there about Gerard Mayo?
2: Yeah, I think the Patriots should do what they can to keep Gerard Mayo. I I do think he is a very talented coach, which is evidenced by the fact that he's been a coach for three years at any level and he's already getting significant head coaching um, consideration around the league. Uh, And it would be a a pretty significant brain drain if the Patriots lose – McDaniel, Ziegler, and Mayo, all to the same team, all in the same offseason. Uh, but there is the fact that he's not the named defensive coordinator in New England. The Patriots have kind of a, a an unconventional setup where Mayo, Bill Belichick, and Steve Belichick all kind of share those defensive coordinator duties uh, with Steve Belichick actually calling the defensive plays on game day. So if Mayo wants to go to a situation where he can be the official dc and the official guy that's in charge of everything on the defensive side maybe that's something that he does consider if josh mcdaniels uh comes calling but i would also be interested to see as i just mentioned whether uh mcdaniels goes with a bit of a a, a more veteran hire uh for that someone like um i know Wink martindale has been someone been a name that's been thrown around a lot lately previously previously worked for McDaniel's when he was in Denver, I know he has some Raiders ties. He's been a, a very highly respected defensive coordinator. I, I could see him, uh, McDaniel's going that route where you, you bring in somebody that's not quite as much of an um, as of an up and comer as uh, McDaniel's is, and someone who's a bit more established.
0: Last one for me, Zach. We appreciate you taking the time, especially on a very busy day. But a day does exist where Tom Brady is no longer an active NFL QB, and I know that nobody speaks his name in the New England area anymore but maybe it's in the next couple of weeks and maybe it's longer, but either way, how did everybody react over the weekend? And do you think it's officially the end?
2: I'm going to wait to say it's officially the end until Tom Brady says it, but it really does seem like this is the end. It seems like a situation where I'm sure he has a very elaborate retirement announcement video or social media post or something, or maybe even using the final episode of his, uh, documentary series uh, to announce that retirement now you're thinking uh, I, Zach. Like now you're there.
0: thinking
2: it seems like he's got something planned and someone let the cat, cat out of the bag and, and word broke a little bit earlier than he was hoping um maybe that maybe this is all kind of an overreaction and he's coming back next year but uh, at this point i would be a little bit surprised um and overall i am a little bit surprised that he is retiring this year again if that does end up happening just because he said for so long that I want to play till I'm 45, I want to play till I'm 45. Then you get a year shy of 45 after a season in which you were probably going to finish second in NFL MVP voting. uh, And then you hang it up at this time. So a little bit of a surprise, but when you look at his career on the whole, what else can he really prove at this point? So you're, uh, you're kind of just uh, getting to the point where we're, Everything that he he could have achieved, he's already achieved. So when you do that, it's probably a good time to, uh, to step away. And
1: before we get you out of here, I know the past couple of years with COVID, the access has been different uh, in the headquarters over there. But just give us a sense of what we have to look forward to with Dave Ziegler being our general manager and what to look for.
2: Well, I know that he's he had a, a very productive season this year. It's always a little bit difficult to – kind of divvy up credit for these Patriots personnel decisions because mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, in addition to being the head coach, is also the de facto general manager who has final say on all of those things. Um, but I do know that Ziegler took over the the role previously uh, occupied by Nick Casario, which is basically the second in command behind Bill Belichick on all personnel matters. And in his first season, the Patriots had their best draft class in at least a decade headlined by Mac Jones and they went out and signed a ton of impact-free agents from Hunter Henry to, to Johnu Smith to to uh, Kendrick Bourne, a bunch of other names on there. So his track record kind of speaks for itself in that. Um, obviously doesn't have experience as an actual general manager, um, so that'll be a little bit of a new experience for him, uh, being kind of the face of a personnel department and having to sort of interact with, with the media and, and all of those types of things. But he's also a guy who goes, way back with, with Josh McDaniels. They were college teammates way back in the uh, in the late 1990s. So uh, they've got a very strong connection, a very strong relationship, um, and I think that's a pretty good one-two punch uh, at the top of your organization just based on what we've seen these last couple of years.
0: A very comprehensive breakdown of what exactly we should expect with right. the new members of the Las Vegas Raiders, at least in the front office. Zach Cox, thank you so much for bringing what you did. And save a spot for me at Bell in Hand, and I'll keep an eye on Mac Jones at the Pro Bowl deal.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All
0: right. Have a good one, Zach. That was Zach Cox from Nesson, beat writer for the New England Patriots. Insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Headway, head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new used cars in driveways nationwide inventory. And on the other side of the break, more footies of footballs. Love 4 to the back. <laughs>
2: Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the playmakers, exclusively on 11:40 The Bet.
0: I'm truly in my zone right now. You gotta, you gotta start unpacking some of that. That there has to be theater of the mind. There has to be. You can't just leave the takeout. As it's still in its takeout state, like I gotta see a chicken finger just to make sure it's mm. it's kosher. Over I got there. you. You I got, got you. it, Dominic. Excellent. Mm. The playmakers, Adrian. You know that I'm gonna take care of you and and make sure that all of the uh, standards have been met I'll on stop the playmate. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep yourself to yourself over there. It's really uh, it, we're gonna get it to you. Don't worry. But uh, we're here to talk about sports, but mostly football today because uh, championship weekend's wrapped up. Super Bowl Sunday is set to go. Not this weekend, not the weekend after, but the weekend after that. Uh, We have the Pro Bowl here coming up here in Las Vegas as well as the NHL All-Star game. But yesterday, it was a sad day. It was a sad day for your girl, Adrian and Dom, because the Lord's light was snuffed out by his own holiness in a way
1: what's going on
0: Jimmy Garoppolo uh as I previewed in the show earlier not sure if his cheekbones will ever be highlighted ever so or I should say contoured ever so the way they are in, in a uniform other than a 49ers one but it seems to be that he's played likely his final game considering how much money he would make next season it's like upwards of 20 something million 25 mil something yeah exactly and then if they don't. If they cut him, it's only like a million dollars. And so they traded a whole bunch of booty to trade up to pick Trey Lance last year because we got a trust in the Minnesota products, obviously. But the Lord must find... A, a, a different pulpit to spread his his cheer and good word and hopefully his touchdown passes. As I would like to remind everyone that he had two yesterday. The first two of the playoffs.
1: <laughs> but, the, the, no, not the first, Lindsay. Yes, the only. That,
0: the, correct.
1: Three games.
0: I would just like to remind you that the Lort was playing with a broken wing. He could not. Spread his light everywhere, only probably to the left side. Don't, don't
1: forget about the thumb, too. And the
0: thumb. Do not forget about the thumb. We could not th- forget about the thumb. But...
1: Could you imagine if his face got injured? I'd kill whoever. Oof, whoever. Did what's that? the point
0: of even footballing anymore? Exactly. You've ruined the best thing. Or, or life. The product, honestly. Just walk out into the ocean and just don't, hopefully, not walk back. That's what I would do. Because Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's a, a good-looking person. He is, absolutely. And that's where I judge him on. Somebody has to judge someone on their looks once in a while. But he's a guy that is going to have quite a few people lined up with backup corsages, right? Because quarterback position, premium position in this league, it's hard to find the great ones. Just that's why they're moving on from the Lord. But the Lord could be your kind of in-betweener. So where do you think he's more most likely like if you had, like three or four teams that you'd think ah, they're probably the first ones lining up for a crack at some communion with the Lord who is it the Browns are you saying that as an actualization or are you saying that I, to be
1: I think that that's something that they would look into
0: really yes you say the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo over Baker Mayfield
1: I think that there's people in the organization that would be willing to do that okay so you if you're look- willing to.
0: Do for the lord jimmy garoppolo you're probably willing to do hella more for like other quarterbacks that are also hitting a hundred
1: percent hundred percent you have to
0: think about it too what line ordering am i because it does matter where your name is alphabetized because they've done studies on this you know what i mean yeah and so who who's desperate who's looking well half and, and who's looking to to undercut the market as yeah, so. well
1: so let, let, let's go into this list because more than yeah. half of the Bring league is looking. List. So teams for certain looking <laughs> over
0: <there. laughs>
1: as the cane gets passed around in the studio. Um, you got the Broncos, the Steelers, the Panthers, uh, the Washington Commodores, now known as the football team for till tomorrow, uh, the Texans, <laughs> and then the Buccaneers and Packers, question marks. Those are for certain looking for quarterbacks uh, and exploring options uh, where it's a possibility the Vikings, uh, the aforementioned Browns, the Colts, the Giants, see You better hope
0: it's not the Vikings, because if he gets traded to the Vikings, uh, he is the only person I would move home to cover. So,
1: <laughs> I, I would uh, I would
0: torch the sports the sports career to the to the ground if I had a chance to rally with the Lord.
1: The Giants, the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Falcons, and the Lions. That's
0: literally the whole league. Yeah, that's
1: seventeen. That's seventeen. <laughs> Anybody that doesn't out have the Joe Burrow, team. we're
0: looking. <laughs> literally. Well, it's
1: it's crazy. But didn't didn't okay. it feel like that this weekend though? And in, in the, these past two weekends, especially that divisional round, where like me as a Browns fan, I was depressed watching these games like
0: Yeah, but you guys I literally that. just made the playoffs for the first time ever that, Elsa
1: that, but for teams for wanting to win the Super Bowl like that's what you need. That's know, the standard. But I'm
0: not I'm not I'm not so sure that Baker can't achieve some version of his own Joe Burrowness. Like I don't think we've seen peak Baker Mayfield. I think we've seen hobbled Baker Mayfield. I think we've seen under duress and stress Baker Mayfield and then we've seen one year where he's god awful and one year where he's really good. And so it, yeah, your first four years of college, everybody's doing the super senior tour anyways. We got to see what this next one is. And I think him paying it forward and continuing to play all season has at least garnered him more than a than a look that is actually being extended to him. Do, do you at least agree with me on that? I know you don't like Baker and you don't think he's the answer. That's not but, true. But, okay.
1: I'm okay on him. I'm soured after this past these if you're, if you're just months. trying
0: to be oppositionally defiant to me, and that's fine because I try to be oppositionally defiant to you in many different ways, too. This is one of the great things about our show. Uh, but I, I think there – he needs, like, the equivalent of the torn ACL without wishing injury on people. Like, I legitimately think there needs to be a humbling at every stage of your life for you to truly achieve what your quote-unquote potential is. And not everybody has the opportunity or – is he's unfortunately right, but yeah, but like I don't know. I just feel like he he's a guy with the that needs a big chip on his shoulder to to really grind, and he has. But that. doesn't
1: that sound ridiculous? We're no, talking about a no. number one draft pick. Yes, like like the theory of a rookie. He, he's writing down every pick. Everybody page, every
0: runs page. on pettiness. Every, Everybody yeah, does. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers half have half of his hero storyline is oh, I had to sit in this room with other people and not be picked first, and now sure. I'm going to base my entire life around sure. it because I was so offended and victimized. It's sure, all but that's not there. the
1: but that's not the only thing he he lives off. Like this guy, you can't have that chip on your shoulder. You were the number one draft pick, bud. The underdog persona kind of goes away. Like what more do you need? You're the you have number all this one talent. overall
0: draft pick for the Cleveland Browns. What do you mean the
3: underdog persona okay, and, and, goes away? and, and they've
1: made. Pl- I'm not saying that it that it's not good to have that mentality. Yeah. What I'm saying is that can't be the only thing. Like, at, like at a certain point, it's let's win to win. And the thing, so
0: if so, if they're on the precipice of win to win, you're gonna be like, yep, the Lord bring them in.
1: Well, hold on. Well, see, this is this is, this is where this I technically ask
0: you. A, a conversation about the Lord, Jimmy I,
1: I, Yeah, I, w- I want to have I want to ask you a question because in my eyes, with Jimmy G, like I just I don't trust him. Every time this entire playoffs, and especially yesterday, he got out of the pocket. I'm like, oh my God, he's about to throw an interception, which he did. He turned into Carson Wentz at the end of that game. But as it stands now, his record is 33 and 15, it's and pretty he's good five record. and two. In the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see people being like, yeah, but the record, but the record, but the record. But to me, I'm process over results where, yeah, look at the record. He has a Super Bowl caliber team that can that can win championships because that defense is so damn good. Devo Samuel, Kerry Kitt, who has pieces. And when I look at the Browns, I don't think their defense is as good as the 49ers, but it's a similar makeup. I don't think where a it defense matters team. as much as the
0: offensive line does because I think anybody is going to have a better chance at success if they have more time to throw the ball
1: but the but the Niners do have a good offensive I know. line and he was playing he with a okay. broken
0: wing and a broken thumb we've established that it's the same thing with with Baker in many ways that's why it's like we're judging people with the same measuring stick even though it's not a good tool for this conversation that we're talking about because you have people playing with differing levels of ability right now or be that of themselves, or what is at their disposal team wise. That's why I like disappointments for the Cowboys or the Titans seem so large because they're like, look at all, look at all these chickens you have. Oprah literally gave you all of her favorite things, and you still can't get it done. Like, I can. Who who do you, who's better, Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill?
1: Damn, that's a that's yeah. You're a, welcome. That's a hell of a question. That's a lot of average. mm Hmm. That is a lot of average. See,
0: I I would put more stock in Jimmy, probably as a leader. And I don't know, but he's been in those locker rooms, right? Because if we're looking at what's your resume that you're putting down in front of me, because I'm looking for the the perfect puzzle piece, but I'll find one that looks the most similar to what the perfect one is. Because I'm not saying the Titans are going to move on, but what's the team that is built similarly where your skill is not necessarily – under center the Vikings are definitely there and there's always that drawing between Shanahan and Kirk Cousins with their shared time and in Washington and everything but what what other teams are just on the cusp
1: I mean you got to look at the Broncos you got to look right, at the Steelers, yeah but they're, they're big teams, fish hunting
0: though they're not they're not going for Jimmy if, but if I they mean, get Jimmy they've lost out on what they're trying to do but
1: also obviously like Rogers and, and Russell Wilson is that top top tier but well, I Pittsburgh mean, you could. What if you know Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, if they're available? Jameis, I mean, Jameis would have led the Saints to the playoffs this year. BS.
0: So, what do you mean? The he Lord would have smited them. Don't even bring that. In oh, here.
1: you are right. I just right. it's 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 going to be an interesting off and it would be great Like I don't,
0: I don't know. Pittsburgh's like, right there, and they're not going to be big fish hunting either because they don't have enough money. That's I mean, there's a very specific type of chiropractic adjustment we're looking for the Lord. But either way. We are here to fill the coffers and the pews and with a whole another hour of sports on the docket we're going to do that for you guys too. Love before to the bet.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile
2: store today
3: Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices.